Welcome to the Sharing Our Journey podcast, the podcast ministry of Harrodsburg Baptist Church. I am your host, Associate Pastor Jonathan Johnston, and with me, a return guest, D. Smith, who is the, I guess, founder, co-founder, I don't know your title for Not My Kingdom, but his, uh, and you do some other things too, you know, a little bit. Yeah, we do a little bit of things over here. <laughs> uh, D, D is a is an up and comer, one of our young leaders in the community, uh, and so D, thanks for being here again today. Yeah, thanks for asking me to join. I always enjoy these. Uh, today, um, if you've been listening or following along with our series, you know that we're in a series called Ecclesiastes, chasing the wind. Uh, in, in week one, we talked about just that concept of of what it means to chase the wind, and and how Solomon, in his teaching, a man who had everything, talks about how it's all empty. And meaningless. Uh, and last week, if you if you heard the podcast, David uh, talked specifically about the the pursuit of, of pleasure and possessions, and how man you you can have all the things this world has to offer, and find out that they they, they really offer nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Solomon knew that because he had it all. Uh, and David used some examples from our own world of of James Belushi, or John Belushi and. Uh, Elvis Presley and, and talked about how, you know, even at their heights of their career, they had everything and they both died alone because what they had wasn't satisfying. Uh, and so this world doesn't have anything that's going to fulfill you or satisfy you. And that brings us into today. We're going to be in Ecclesiastes chapter three. Uh, we're going to read one through 15 uh, and then we're going to kind of talk through uh, what we can learn from this passage. So D, I don't know if you, you mind reading that for us. To everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain and a time to lose a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. What profit has the worker from that in which he labors? I've seen the God-given task with which the sons of men are to be occupied. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. I know that nothing is better for them than to rejoice and to do good in their lives, and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is the gift of God. I know that whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it that men should fear before him. That which is has already been and what is to be has already been. And God requires an account of what is past. All right. So verses one through eight are a very famous passage in scripture because uh, back, back several, several years ago, there was a band called The Birds who released a song that all but three phrases in the whole song are those verses. Wow. Uh, and and so uh, it was made part of popular culture and this idea that, hey, man, there's a time for everything. And it's right there in Scripture. Uh, and it, as we're looking at this today, I want us to look at that word time and think more 
you know, some people may call it a season, right? A season to plant, a season to uproot, a time. Uh, to me, I want to look more at the phrase a moment. Because I think if if we're honest in how we kind of segment our lives, we we live moment to moment. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, we, we're we're kind of thinking to the next moment. We're kind of um, thinking back on moments we've had, memories, uh, and and uh, I don't know why our culture is fascinated with moments, but it, it just kind of seems that way. Uh, you know, I think even the NCAA tournament, right? Basketball, the the song at the end is one shining moment yeah right so it's it's all this build up to what can be and the potential of that um, but I think if we're not careful um, while we're busy doing life and going moment to moment you, you're a young guy D how how easy is it to be present in the moment you're in not thinking about what's coming or not thinking back to to what you have experienced, but how easy is it to be, hey, I'm going to be present in, completely present in this moment? Yeah, man, it's uh, it's, it's really extremely hard, you know, because I'm always thinking, all right, if I'm doing this now, this is what it's going to give me in five, ten years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but when I'm always thinking that I'm not enjoying the right mm-hmm. now because I'm waiting, oh, the payoff is in da 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 But God's like, no. You can enjoy this while building. You just got to re, you got to refocus and say, "This is the time. I'm in this time. I'm gonna mm-hmm. maximize it." And then it already says at the end, everything has been. So God knows what it is. So right. enjoy the time, the moment that you're in right now. And that's it's really it's easy to say because I'm reading it, but it's really hard to actually like put into practice mm-hmm. and and do on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that that is consistent no matter what age you are. I think. Uh, as I talk to people in different age groups, it is such a challenge to be present in the moment, to just enjoy what's happening around you. Uh, perhaps maybe those those who are older uh, have more experience and, and sometimes they're better at this because, man, they realize that children grow up really quickly and, and man, you better enjoy every time the grandkids are around because... Like you better be present in that moment because those moments are going to be few and they're going to be fleeting. Uh, so, so maybe there's some some wisdom that comes with age there, but it is so hard to not try to think ahead to what I'm doing now and and preparing and making plans for the future because, man, we we've been told that uh, failing to plan is a plan to fail. Fail. Yep. Right. And there's there's some wisdom in that too. There's there's wisdom in making preparations. There's plenty of verses in scripture we could go to that talk about making preparations, prepare ye the way. Like there's a time for that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we see in this passage, and he, he goes through really verses one through eight. I'm like, what did he not cover that there's a time for? <laughs> right, everything he lists. Everything, every experience, death, <clears throat> life, killing, healing, tearing down, building up, weeping, laughing—I mean, all of it. The whole human experience, the whole thing. He sums up in eight verses, which again shows part of the wisdom of Solomon. Like eight verses, and you can sum up the human existence. But there's a time for all of it, and he goes back to who ordains that time. God. God. Yep. 
God has, has set this in motion, and God knows when you're going to have a bad day, and God knows when you're going to have a good day, and God knows when some tragedy is going to happen in your life, and God knows when something really exciting is going to happen in your life. We don't know those things. Um, we would like to know those things. At least we, th- we think we would. I don't yeah. know if we would always want to know. I don't know if I would want to know the next time a tragic event's going to happen in my life because right. then I'd dread all the time leading up to that. Talk about anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, right. We think we have an anxiety problem in our society now. If you knew what was coming. Um, but I, I think most people, if we're honest with ourselves, we, we have a hard time being in the moment. And I, I, I find that it's because we're chasing moments. Mm-hmm. We're, we're chasing what could be. So we're, we're in a moment, and our brain instantly, I had this happen recently where uh, I was at an event, and I'm hearing conversations people are having, and they're all talking about ways that that particular event could be better while you're in the midst of the event. Now, there's a time to, to talk about improve. If it's an annual event, there's a time to talk about ways to improve it. But it's not while the event's happening. Yeah. Because then you're not really present and enjoying that event. You're already thinking about, well, I'm gonna we're gonna make it better this way. What what about what is? Mm-hmm. And you're missing things you're missing going it. on you're, in you're, the moment. Yeah. <laughs> you're missing the opportunities that are there now because you're thinking about opportunities you want down the road. Uh and, and so that was when it really started sinking in with this passage. Like, why do we do that? Uh, so I think we, we chase things because there is a desire to make to make them better. This this even says that God has set eternity in man's hearts. So yeah, we're we're finite beings. We we live. We have a certain number of years. We don't know what that number is, and we're going to die. Now we know as believers that we have eternity to be to be with God and and to to worship Him. But as far as our time on this earth is limited. Mm-hmm. But our desire is for something more. Yeah. And God's put that in our hearts to help draw us to him. So we know that that's a, a natural component. So I think that's part of the natural tendency. We're in a moment. Hey, how could this be better? I think, uh, you know, we're, we're getting ready to head into the holidays. There's a lot of people who, man, they're, they're going to be trying to do everything possible to make this Thanksgiving the best family Thanksgiving yeah. they've ever had. Or this Christmas, the best family Christmas they've ever had. And how many times when when we think through and we're trying for that, do we ever achieve a moment anywhere close to what we've built up in our head? Man, when you exa- especially when you use that uh, analogy, it really just makes me think, and excuse me if I say the wrong names, Mary and Martha with yeah, Jesus. Yeah. When Mary's just sitting there with Jesus, enjoying the moment, soaking everything in, and Martha's trying to make everything perfect, and she gets upset. And I think that really shows us, like, yes, there's a time you do, eventually you have to make right. the Thanksgiving dinner. Eventually right. <laughs> you have to do all yeah. of this stuff. But enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. All the family, cousins, everyone that's came in, enjoy being with them. Yeah. So the turkey's a little burnt. Okay, we're all together. We're all safe, having a good time. Let the main things be the main things in these moments. Yeah, and, and that's that's really it, is how do you capture a moment rather than, man, I, I'm chasing something that's that's not here. Mm-hmm. When, when the moment you're in, it's right there. It's accessible. Yep. Be be there, right? 
uh, you know, uh, one, one of my movies that I enjoy, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Uh, there's a moment, there, there's, a, there's a scene within that movie where Will Turner, who uh, is, is one of the heroes of the film, but he's been the whole, the whole film, you know that he has a love interest named Elizabeth Swan, but she's unattainable because she's the governor's daughter and, and he's just a, an apprentice to the silversmith. So he's, that's, that's not his, his circle, right? There's no way he can attain her, her affection. There's no way he can have a relationship with her. And things shift in the movie to present him with an opportunity to express his feelings to her. And she walks by him and he doesn't say anything. Man. And the, the other hero of the movie, Captain Jack Sparrow, in that moment looks at him and says, mate, if you were waiting for the opportune moment, that was it. Man. Because from the outside, he can see, man, that was your chance to express how you feel. But Will wasn't present in the moment. He was thinking ahead or thinking he missed it. Mm-hmm. Right? And so... Like that scene to me makes me think so many times. How many how many times have I missed a moment with my son or missed a moment with my wife because I'm trying to make it bigger than it needed to be or more perfect than it than it could be or I'm thinking back to some other time when it wasn't what it needed. Like instead of just being present and just enjoying what God has for me in that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that is so hard. It's hard to get to. It really is, and it's just like, why can't we just be patient? Because, like you said, when you was talking about um, when you made the analogy of like being in an event and wondering how we can make it better next year, while there's like, why just enjoy? And it's the same thing. Whenever I coach my nephew. And he plays flag football. He's six. I'm like instead of trying to tell him this and that, just have fun. Mm-hmm. And then when we're riding home or whenever later on, say you know if you want to do this, we can. This is how you can get better. Right. And then that. But during the stuff, just enjoy it, having yeah. fun. And I think if we really take that approach to all things in life, it'd be much more enjoyable for everybody. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's there's a time for practice, <laughs> and there's a time to play. Yep. Right. And yep. and you can't do. You can't play while while you're practicing in your mm-hmm. brain, like, and and we understand that in different ways of, of life, but it's hard to put it into practice. Yeah. So I think there are a lot of us who live in that existence where we're always chasing that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I think there's a, another group, uh, and some of us may fit into this group, and and some of you listening may fit into this group as well. That in some ways we're we're maybe chased by a moment. And what I mean by that is almost in a, in a haunting way where, man, there, there's some mistake that we made or there's there's a time that we we didn't get it right in that moment and we get stuck and caught in that moment and, and we really can't get out of it. Yeah. We, we keep, we identify with that failure. We identify with whatever traumatic experience maybe happened to us in that moment. And if, if we allow it to, that moment will will keep us from being able to be present in any moment mm-hmm. because we're always carrying that around with us. And I think I think some people do both. They're chasing a moment, but they're also being held back by this other. And I think others, I mean, that, that their existence is just, I, I can never be this because that one time I did this. I can never 
do this because th- that one time, and and I wonder how many people live in that existence as well, where yeah. it's uh, just hard to get get out of and, and climb out of that moment. Absolutely. And another one. So you hit on, you know, a big failure, a big mistake, but also a big success in the mm-hmm. past. Oh, true. People yeah. will be stuck and just holding on to that. And that's the stopping glory, the glory you. days, the glory yeah. days. And you've been stuck in the glory days for 20 years. You haven't been able to do what you're supposed to do in this next 20. Right. And that's a that's a big one. People yeah. fall into you're like chasing, you did great. You're, chasing, you're chasing that moment of if, if I could just get back to what that felt like. Right. And And really. What we're describing, I mean, that's addiction, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Addiction is if I can just get back to that high, if I can just get back to how that feels, and 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 that's a, a deadly cycle. Um, but we don't we don't often think about other things in life being that. Yeah. But we can be we can be addicted to that feeling, that euphoria from a, a moment. Maybe it was a big game where where we were the star player, or maybe it was a a great experience with our spouse or maybe it was, you know, a lot of couples go through that, right? You have a lot of marriages where people are like, if I could just get back to fill in the way about my wife, the way I did on our honeymoon. And yeah. And, and, and they chase that. And it's like life changes. You, you're not going to be in that moment again. And that's why it's important to be present in the moment that you're given. And especially when we read in Ecclesiastes, man, these moments, they, they're given, an appointed time. Uh, verse 11 says, He, speaking of God, has made everything appropriate, or your translation said beautiful, in its time. Well, man, that, that means there's a time behind all of this. Mm-hmm. There's a time for uh, all of these things. Uh, you know, Psalm 46 says, Be still and know that I'm God. We, we talked about it earlier. Uh, another passage, uh, Psalm uh I think it's 92 uh, that I was looking at earlier. Psalm 92 says, you know, teach us to number our days. Mm. Well, why? But make make moments matter. Yep. Right? You're going to go through this moment. Be there. Be present. Make moments matter. Men uh, that are listening to this, let me encourage you. One of the things I'm, I'm learning as a husband and a father, my wife and son would much rather that I would be present in the moment with them than any other experience I can offer. So it's not enough to just be there, like physically, but mentally be checked out. They know that. They, yep. they can sense when that is. But if you're mentally and emotionally checked in in that moment, that means more to them than whatever else you can bring to the table. Uh, and I think a lot of times we, we, we lose sight of that mm-hmm. because we're always... We're we're trying to make everything perfect, like your analogy earlier from Mary and Martha. And we just need to be present and number our days. Yeah. Understand, man, this moment is going to be gone. Let's enjoy it for what it is or let's experience it for what it is while we're here. Man, and that's why I really love that you chose to use the word moments, because if we really will put these moments in the proper perspective, it'll make it where we can really just appreciate them for what they are. So we're not so attached to moments in the past. Right. We're not so attached to attaining these moments in the future. But we just say, yep, that was a really great moment. I love spending that time with my family. We had a great day. That was fun. And now this is the moment we're in, and I'm going to enjoy this one just as much as I enjoyed the last one. And positive, negative, if we really focused on them and just said moment, 
that moment happened and then you you do whatever you have to do to get through that moment and then now you in this moment and you can be there because you're not attached to none of that other stuff yeah yeah and and that's not to say we're not trying to say that you shouldn't have memories that yeah. you that, you know i mean yes celebrate celebrate those moments that were great in the past celebrate the hopes and dreams you have for for what can be but but don't do it at the expense of experiencing the thing you know sometimes we even do that with a vacation right we'll, we'll plan ahead to this great vacation we're going to take as a family or as an as an individual and we're so excited about the build up and then we get to the vacation and if we're not careful mm-hmm. it's gone and this whole month's worth of preparation we've put into this trip and then we look at it and we're like oh man i I didn't even experience the trip yep. because I was still thinking about plans rather than enjoying this this thing I had looked forward to. Mm-hmm. And so then we miss out on something that we were hoping to, to get to do, not because we didn't actively do it. We did it, but we didn't experience it because we, we weren't there in the moment. We were somewhere else. Yeah, I got a perfect example that I went somewhere when I was in uh, undergrad. I had a, when we went to Gatlinburg and one dude was super rigid on an itinerary. And we're sitting there and we're at putt putt golf. He's like, "All right, we got to hurry up though because if we're not done in 15 minutes, we got to get to the go-karts and if we're not at the go-karts over this time then <laughs> and it's like, "Dude, chill out." Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. if if that's what you what you're not going to be able to enjoy. Right the whole vacation what we're here for yeah. you're so worried about getting here 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 <laughs> checking off all the boxes man right man and and we, we could preach on that right like how many right. times as christians do we get so consumed with checking off the boxes mm-hmm. with doing things the right way with going to church with dressing a certain way all these things we think we have to do and then we miss out on something god's put in our path that somebody that, that needs us to minister to them in a certain way, and we're too busy. We're, hey, I got I got to go here. I can't. I don't have time to talk with you or pray with you right now. And it's like, why? Why do we do that? Man, I heard a pastor put it like this, and it's hit me ever since. He said, "God called us human beings, not human doings. We oh, are yeah. meant to be in yeah. these moments, yeah. not just be doing all this, but yeah. being <laughs> in every single moment." Yeah, I was I mean, like, that, man, that, that's great. Yeah, you know. Uh, James James four uh, was something I talked about recently with another group. In James four, uh, verse thirteen, it says, "Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will travel to such and such a city and spend a year there and do business and make a profit. You don't even know what tomorrow will bring, what your life will be, for you are a bit of smoke that appears for a little while then vanishes. Instead, you should say." If the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. But as it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So it's saying, yeah, there's a time to make plans. Yeah. But your plans need to be made in view of, hey, if it's God's will, then I'll do this. But we don't know what awaits us. So a lot of times our planning is so silly because – we're, we're planning things out a year ahead. The whole world can change mm-hmm. in that amount of time. Man. And then what have you spent time planning? Something that you're not going to be able to do because the whole thing changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you would think, especially now, us coming out of 2020 and, and things that happened in our world, like 
man, there were a lot of trips that got canceled and, and had to, you would think we would kind of know now, hey, you know what? Plans can change. Yep. So it's okay to plan, but plan with the understanding they can change. And and if we're a Christian, we better be planning according to, hey, if if God's will is for me to do this, I would like to do this. Yep. But if not, I'll I'll do what he has for me. Yep, hold on uh, loosely. Yeah. Uh, you know, but we've talked a lot about the, the fullness, you know, this idea, this concept of moments in time and how God has said that he, he's made everything appropriate in its time. Um. And, and it's a gift from God that he does that, right? So we, we should enjoy the gifts of God, be present in the moment. Uh, but I want to take us to another passage that I think ties in with this as far as him making everything appropriate in its time. Galatians 4 uh, has, has a, a really key thing in, in Galatians 4 for us as Christians to, to hone in on. Um, it says... Um, Verse, verse. I'm going to start in verse 3. In the same way, we also, when we were children, were in slavery under the elemental forces of the world. But when the completion of the time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so you knew you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. And what we see here is, man, even the plan for our salvation had an appointed time mm-hmm. in the in the fullness of the time. So when when the time was complete, all through the Old Testament, the experience of of God's chosen people points to the need for a Messiah, the need for a Savior, who God knew when that was going to happen. They didn't know when it was going to happen. They were looking for the Messiah. We don't know when he's coming. Mm-hmm. And this verse tells us, but hey, when the time was complete, well, that means God knew when it was going to be. Because something for, for something to be complete, he had an idea in mind of, hey, when it gets to this point, that's when we're doing this. When that happened, he stepped into human existence, taking on the form of man, to be the sacrifice for us so that we could then be taken out of slavery to, to sin into the world and made co-heirs with Christ. Um, and so if, if that's the God we serve, who, as Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, makes everything appropriate or beautiful in its time, we already see that, man, he, he did that with how he even saved us. Mm-hmm. Can't we trust him? With every moment of our life. And that's what it ultimately comes down to. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are we chasing moments when all all he's asked us to do is walk with him mm-hmm. and just enjoy every step of the way and experience every step of the way? Uh, and and I don't know why we don't do that. We, we try to chase after these things. And, and time and time again in this passage, it's like, man, there's a time. For every purpose, why? Why are you going to rush it? Why are you going to? Why are you going to try to make something happen before it's time? And that is interesting because the passage says that He's put eternity into our hearts. Yeah. So you would think if we have eternity into our hearts, there wouldn't be no rush because <laughs> in our hearts, yeah. there's eternity. Yeah. 
So it's like, why do we rush it? And it's yeah. just, we're just so impatient and we want it to come to pass now. Right. But my boy Tyus says it all the time. We don't want good. We want God. Right. We're not just chasing to make good things happen. Right. And we want God things to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think your translation in verse 15 of Galatians 3 closed out by saying that, that God basically calls into account everything that has been. Right. Uh, and, and so we need to understand if you're somebody who's trapped in a moment or caught in something that happened in the past, hey, trust that God is going to call into account everything that happened in the past. So if there's some injustice that's been done to you, there's a time God's going to call that into account. And and those who who did that are going to be held accountable for that. If you're the one who did the thing, Understand, God's God's going to reconcile, and and that's going to be accounted for. Ultimately, we know that He accounted for all of it through Jesus' death on the cross. He covered all of our sin, so we don't have to be caught in a moment in the past where we made a mistake. We we can receive forgiveness for that. We can we can move on. He gives us the freedom. So it, it, Galatians said, "We're no longer slaves to this world." I would say we're no longer slaves to time. We're no longer bound to whatever moment we're stuck in or whatever moment we're chasing. We can just be present. Christians should be the most free people in the world mm-hmm. to just be able to sit and enjoy every moment that God gives us for what it is. Not try to make it something it's not. Not try to wish it was something better, but just enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the people around you. Um, be present with the people around you. And you know, one thing that's crazy about this whole thing is a lot of the times, if we really will look back at our prayers, if you log your prayers and the moment that you're wishing was better or whatever, if you look back a year ago, the exact moment you're in is the moment you was praying for. And it really be like that a lot yeah. of the time. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes crazy stuff will happen and you'll be veered off somewhere else. But a lot of times, the things you was praying for, you're living in the in the future. But in those moments, you still pray. Okay, so what? But but now, it's yeah. just like, man, enjoy it. I just fulfilled a prayer. Enjoy it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's just something that we all need to be better at. Um, we need to try to focus more on, as Psalm 46 says, be, be still and know that I am God. Like be in the moment. And recognize him for who he is and what he's doing in that moment. Uh, and look, are there going to be some moments that, frankly, we don't want to stay in? Yeah, because there's some, some times that life is hard. But God's still saying, trust me, everything has an appropriate time. I, I make, this passage says, he makes all things appropriate in their time. So that means even... Even if you go to the story of Joseph, right? He gets thrown in a pit by his brothers and sold into slavery. That was not a moment that he wanted to sit and experience. But what God, what does God do with that? What they intended for evil, God worked for good. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would say Solomon in Ecclesiastes is saying he makes it appropriate in its time. Yeah. Not, not when it was happening in that case, but later he made it appropriate. He made it beautiful later. When Joseph could look back and say, hey, God brought me here 
through that act so that I can now save people. Uh, and so even those experiences in life that we go through that are hard, I would still encourage you based on Ecclesiastes 3, be present in that. Be, be present with those you're with. Love and support one another in those tough times. Understand that God loves you intimately and and more than anyone else can. Um, and if you're going through a hard time, man, he, he's there with you, walking through that with you. And just be present and, and feel his presence in that moment. Uh, so we, we hope that what you've heard today is an, is an encouragement to you to try to get away from all the noise and, and just be in the moment you're in as you listen to this podcast. Be in the moment that comes right after. Be, be present in those moments because God has a plan for each one of us. And if we trust him in that, <laughs> we trust him for our salvation. We see that at the perfect time he sent forth his son to be born of a virgin, to, to die on the cross for our sins. We can trust him with every moment of our life. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to chase moments. We can just be. And as you said, that, I love that illustration. We're human beings, right? We can just be. Uh, and, and man, yeah, the, the passage talks about work and there's reward for work. And, yeah, that's a reality. But when you're at work, be in that moment. Yep. Be about what you're about, you know. And, and uh, man, how, how, how much better witnesses for Christ would we be if we viewed every moment as a gift from God and an opportunity to somehow reveal how great he is through our lives in in that moment and we were present with people i think we would i think we would be less stressed <laughs> i think we would be less anxious uh, and, I, and I think we would probably be people that more people would want to be around absolutely <laughs> if, yeah, if absolutely. we were if we were relaxed that way uh, but it's hard we we've already acknowledged that's a hard thing to do so if you're listening to this today and and you're Either end of the spectrum, you're somebody who's always chasing the perfect moment. You're chasing some high that you want to get back to. You're chasing something that was great. Stop and and appreciate the moment you're in for what it is. If you're somebody who's stuck in a moment that didn't go your way in the past or, or it was the greatest moment of your life and you haven't been able to get back to that feeling and you're stuck living that over and over again, stop. And be present where you are and appreciate it for what it is. Uh, and understand that, that God makes everything appropriate in its time. Uh, and so um, that's our encouragement for you today. Obviously, this is all spoken through the lens of somebody who is walking with Christ. And if you're outside of Christ, none of this is going to make sense to you about, about moments. Because in reality, you're, you're in bondage to, to time and to sin. Um, so if, if that's you hear from Galatians 4 that at the appropriate time God sent his son to be our payment for sin and and he did it one time for all people Uh, and so we can have confidence that we've been set free from that we don't have to chase moments because he has given us the freedom to just be in the moment we're in Uh, so we we hope this has been an encouragement to you Uh, thank you for tuning in and and, uh, if there's any way that we here at Harrisburg Baptist can be of assistance to you if you're in this area, then then feel free to contact us. Uh, and if if you're living outside of the Mercer County area, 
We hope that you uh, are part of a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching community of faith. Uh, If not, please find one because life is going to be a lot easier to walk through as a Christian believer in community with other believers. You weren't designed to do this by yourself. Uh, And so for myself and for Dee, uh, who is our guest today, uh, thank you for listening to what has been the Sharing Our Journey podcast, podcast ministry of Harrodsburg Baptist Church.